What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this is episode two, and we're actually going to be calling this, um, I guess, my story um, for the episode. Uh, I'm going to try not to call them episode two or episode one, uh, but this is the second episode. So if you guys are just joining me, um, if you've listened to the first one, or if you haven't listened to the first one, highly recommend that you go ahead and check out the first uh, podcast, which just kind of goes over the intro for the show and what we're going to be doing and talking about in this podcast for the Small Town Artists podcast. So on that particular episode, on the intro, I did talk about... Um, Kind of like the what we're going to be covering this whole, you know, this whole series, this whole podcast, uh, helping out um, uh, small town artists like myself and yourself if you're a small town artist and you're listening right now. So uh, this next episode is just kind of my background. I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, you know, basically how I came to be in this small town and um, how I started my artist journey. And we're just going to kind of talk about that because, like I said before, I'm not a guru. I'm not some sort of like self-proclaimed like, uh, uh, you know, professional expert, know-it-all. Like I, that's just not me. Um, I, I can't tell you that I've found some success in a small town and I'm going to stick to that because I'm going to own it. I, I'm going to be living here for a while. So, you know, I'm going to make it work. And that's kind of the whole the whole point behind doing this podcast is, you know, if you don't want to move from your small town, you want to make it work. So my story kind of began a little bit before I moved to San Angelo, Texas, which is where I live now. And I was actually in the Air Force, uh, working as a Air Force recruiter in Victoria, Texas. If you guys don't know where Victoria, Texas is, it's another small town in Texas. That's right. And I was uh, kind of, we're kind of, Victoria is like halfway between Corpus, San Antonio, Austin and uh, Houston. It's like the epicenter of those particular cities. And that's where I was located for about four years. Right when I was transitioning to come um, to leave Victoria, I actually found myself at a crossroads where I had to decide if I was going to um, stay in the Air Force or live in um, or get out and, and be in San Angelo. And the reason I got out of the military was because of my daughter. And, uh, and she lives here in San Angelo, so I wanted to be closer to her. I wanted to help raise her. I wanted to be in her life. And so that's why I came to San Angelo, Texas. And upon getting here, I decided I want to open a small business, which ended up being the Vino de Pente Art Gallery. Uh, I didn't have, before then, I didn't have any experience as an artist. Uh, I pretty much just jumped into this because, A, I was bored, um, and um, and I was just always interested in art. I just could never actually do it. Uh, I sketched a little bit as a kid, but I didn't really actually do anything serious. Um, and not even when I started the gallery, I still wasn't even doing anything. I was just managing uh, the art gallery, and um, we, you know, we had art classes and stuff. So I didn't become an artist until about, I'd say, a year after I started the gallery. I was sketching a lot more because I was around so many incredible artists here in San Angelo. And... I ended up, um, you know, just slowly starting to paint um, through my good friend, Crystal Goodman, who was the creative director of the gallery at the time. And she really inspired me. She she convinced me that I had some talent at the time. And trust me, it wasn't much. 
but she said there was something there and I trusted her opinion. So I picked up a paintbrush and I painted my first painting in 2012. And let me tell you something, it was doo-doo. It was garbage. It was not, I think I painted Marilyn Monroe. Um, and um, uh, my good buddy Matt ended up um, buying that painting for a friend of his. But uh, there were about four or five iterations of Marilyn underneath that painting. Uh, the final one was the one I was happy with, but it was a very frustrating process. So, but I tell you what, what turned it around for me was, um, you know, I didn't give up. I really enjoyed the process of painting. It was therapeutic. And a lot of people can identify with that. And uh, I basically uh, painted more. I was inspired to continue going and, and wanted to improve. And so I eventually had about seven or eight paintings completed. And of course, I showed them in the gallery. And I remember we were having an art walk, if you guys know what art walk is. And somebody came through and they offered to buy like four paintings right then and there. And that like, it changed everything for me. I didn't realize that I could make anything off of these paintings. I just thought I was doing them, you know, for me and as a hobby, which a lot of, I think how almost all of us start is kind of as a hobby. And I, man, I was so surprised that I sold anything. Um, and it was my first taste of actually, um, you know, making a living off of my artwork. And I didn't make a whole lot of money off of those paintings. You know, I'm not going to say, say I like I, I've sold them for thousands of dollars. No, I, I think I sold each of them for like a, I think total uh, for all four. I think I sold them for 650 bucks total for all four of those. And they were not small paintings. They were like 30 by 40s, you know, that size, um, a few smaller ones, but mostly 30 by 40s. And that's how much I sold them for. And, you know, I just started like becoming more motivated, and inspired. And I decided um, back in 2014, after getting fired from my job, that I was actually going to dedicate 100% of my time toward my art career and toward managing the gallery. And let me tell you something. As soon as I focused all my energy into starting to actually do something with my art, that's when things started happening. I mean, it's a scary situation to be in. I mean, I got let go uh, from my job um, like right before Christmas, which was really scary. Um, luckily, I had already kind of fixed my finances, so I wasn't going to be, you know, uh, low on cash around around Christmas. But I knew like a month or two after that, I was going to be hurting. So I really had to, that really motiv motivated me to get get my act together and uh, and start focusing on selling artwork. And so that's that's pretty much... Um, how I got thrown into stuff in terms of like actually wanting to make it. And I think the challenge that I found was that, um, or the mentality that I think I automatically got drawn to was that it's impossible to do it in a small town. And I think I just kind of snapped out of that really quick because I didn't have a choice. There was no choice. I could either go back and get another job, which I really wasn't interested in doing, or I could give this a serious shot. And I I'm not saying that everybody should go ahead and do that. I'm just saying that it's a good motivator. Um, you can make it as a small town artist and have a job. I mean, that's not out of the question. A lot of artists do that. Uh, but I was really focused on really trying to make it work. And so the mentality I had, which is going to be uh, an episode later on um, in this series, was that I knew that if I put all my energy into it, into marketing and really putting myself out there, that... I could become a big fish in a small pond. That was the mentality that I went with um, in order to really convince myself that this could work. Because at the time in San Angelo, I didn't see a whole lot of artists 
really going for it, like really 100% doing it. Um, there are some artists here that are full-time artists, but um, I think they were doing a lot of work outside of San Angelo. Um, and there were some that were doing it in San Angelo too, but they weren't like hammering it. Like they weren't like going after the market like I knew I wanted to. So, um, you know, the first thing I did was like, I was like, I was wanting, if I was going to sell any artwork, I know I had to put my artwork in front of people. That was, there was no other way I was going to do it. I had to put my artwork in front of people. And so I went knocking on doors of restaurants, bars, um, salons, uh, any type of business that'd be willing to show my artwork in their place for either a consignment or a small fee. And that's what I did. I just focused all my energy and do that. And let me tell you something. At one point, it was like I overdid it because like my friends were like, dude, we just left this restaurant and we went to like a downtown bar. And then we went to uh, the convention center and we saw your artwork at all three places. It was crazy. And they said, you, we think you're doing it too much. And I'm like, you know what? That's exactly what I want. I want everybody to have that type of mentality where they can't talk about art without mentioning my name in San Angelo. I know that sounds conceited and I know what that seems like, but whenever you chase that goal, you, what you run into is that you run into like exposure and you run into attention. And the name of the game in any type of business or the retailer service is attention. You're, you are competing for attention for people to know who you are and what you do. And that was my, I, without knowing what I was doing, that's what I ended up actually doing back in 2012 through 2014. And then um, on and on after that, I went back and got my marketing degree. Uh, so I got a four-year degree in marketing and e-commerce because I felt like I needed to be a little bit more, uh, what's the word, um, informed about what actually I should be doing instead of just kind of like winging it. So in 2015, I actually got my degree and it, it just added more to, uh, you know, the impact I was having in, in, in the area. And I started to see immediate results. Like people were commissioning me. They were uh, buying originals. And then I started getting into printmaking. And it's just been, you know, a gradual increase of traffic after that. Every single year, I've had more growth ever since I went with that strategy. And I've added other things to my kind of repertoire, if you want to call it, for uh, for selling artwork and building a brand. Uh, and I just continue to add more to it. Every single year, I make new goals and I chase those goals. Uh, and I, I have to give you that type of advice because if you're not chasing some type of goal throughout the year, you're not moving. And you, in this business, what I've learned is if you're not moving, you're sitting still. And if you're not being innovative and new, then people are going to get really bored of you. Uh, really quick. And that's, I know that's a harsh thing to say, but it's true. You have to evolve, you have to grow, you have to innovate, and you constantly have to be like pushing yourself, not just as an artist, but as a business owner. And not a lot, a whole lot of people uh, realize that this is a business, right? So um, I'm actually working on a painting right now. So if you guys are listening to the podcast, um, and you head over to my YouTube channel, it's Alejandro Fine Art, you're going to actually be, uh, you'll get a chance to see the painting I'm actually working on. It's a uh, Aztec uh, calendar, and I'm actually using a Sharpie marker right now to go ahead and outline all these intricate designs on this on this calendar. It is painstaking. 
oh, I hate doing stuff like this, but I know the result's going to look really awesome. So that's kind of my story. That's kind of a little bit of my background. Um, I'm not a trained artist. Uh, I'm self-taught, uh, mostly through YouTube and through mentors here and there, uh, but mostly through trial and error uh, of just trying and failing and, and pushing myself to just move from portraits where I started to doing figures, to doing uh, cityscapes, to doing landscapes, to doing still life, from going from acrylics to <laughs> oils to uh, watercolor to uh, pastels, which I just got into about a year and a half ago, and, and those have been going great. So uh, constant evolving, constant pushing, and that's kind of where, where I am at now. And I'm looking to just uh, continue pushing. I mean, this podcast is a big part of my growth. I want to make sure that I'm, I'm helping others evolve and improve their business and grow their art. At the same time, I'm doing mine and sharing my knowledge. And so that's, that's my story, guys. And I'm going to go ahead and start the, uh, if you guys haven't been to the uh, Facebook uh, group under the, uh, the Small Town Artist, uh, podcast group. Uh, go ahead and check out that group on Facebook. Uh, you know, ask to join the group. I'll approve you in there, and we're going to start discussions. And I'm going to share some stuff uh, on that Facebook group as well, so we can start this little community. Um, I know I promised you guys ten minutes, and it kind of went over a little bit this time, but don't worry. Um, I'll get back on track. This the the background of my story. Uh, it just had a lot of details in it. I want to make sure you guys knew where I was coming from and who I am and what I'm doing. Uh, so. Uh, thanks again for listening. I appreciate you guys uh, checking out this next episode of the podcast, uh, which is my story. And on the next episode, we're actually going to be diving in to some topics about um, time management. We're going to talk about marketing your work, figuring out how to get stuff, um, you know, your artwork um, in front of eyes and people buying your work. I did mention that a little bit uh, in my story, but we're going to really dive into that topic and we're going to talk about some really useful information how you can apply uh, your your knowledge and your experience in the town that you're in and grow your artwork, grow your career, grow your brand, and grow some sales, right? That's the end goal. So thanks for listening, guys. Uh, appreciate it, and we'll see you next time.